All right, y'all, so we are live. Good evening, everybody. Yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, favorite board-certified internist, host of The Real Physician Reacts. Now, if this is your first time watching this live or your hundredth time, first of all, if it's hundredth, shout out to you, uh, live. I am a board-certified internist, and every week we get on here and we kind of talk about the events that happen and I just kind of give really the real, the real life, of, you know, conversation that a physician would have after something goes down like this. Now, typically, typically when news comes across my feeds, it either gets sent to me or it hits my social media feed. And I haven't done this in a couple of weeks. So I was like, all right, what am I going to talk about this week? There's a lot to talk about. I'm in the state of Florida. Our governor's doing crazy stuff in the state of Florida. Lots of stuff to touch on. But of course, as not only a, an internist, but also a public health professional, I got my degree not only in public health, uh, but also osteopathic, osteopathic medicine. Um, the public health aspect always hits me. And, you know, what what more of a public health disaster can we talk about? And no, I'm not talking about, you know, trains crashing and derailing because that's a problem too, gun violence. So as I speak, depending on when you watch this, especially if you catch this on my YouTube channel where I will put the recording on our YouTube channel. If you're joining, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. We're gonna talk about the most recent mass shooting that occurred uh, in the state of Tennessee, in particular Nashville. And I just want to kind of give you just some, just a quick number, just so we're aware of just how bad things are going, right? Um, as I'm recording this right now, we have had 130, think about this, 130, 130 mass shootings in this country. Now, again, I'm not here to debate, you know, whether you're, you want to keep a thousand guns in your backyard or not, not even here to debate that, like, I, if we just say that out loud, that here in this country, we've had 130 mass shootings here in this country as a public health professional, that's just scream, there's a problem. And in this most recent case where you had six people, including three children, um, pass away, unfortunately get murdered by another assailant using a, a, a gun and everything else. We, we now kind of tack on to the number one cause for death here in this country from for children. Like, I'm not talking about a disease. I'm not talking about famine. Gun violence. Gun violence continues to reign supreme as the number one way your child is going to die in this country if we had to, like, run it by statistics. And here here I am as a... Not only as a physician, but as a public health professional, having again to witness a slew of people, a slew of people who are not and should never be used to hearing that children are dying. Right. I tell you, I say this all the time. As a physician, like I go into this field, especially the, you know, the field I'm in. I go in this field understanding that, all right, I may take care of someone who might not live, right? And I have to psychologically prepare myself. But you have everyday people who are going to work, going to school, do, just living, 
And they have to turn on the news and hear that more kids are dying while attending elementary school. Like, like that's, that's just wild enough as it is, just to even think about that we are here again in this country. And again, this is a public health emergency. We've had a few public health emergencies. Uh, if, you know, if, unless you've been living under a rock, um, COVID, public health emergency, right? Guns, public health emergency, right? These are things that continue to plague the public. And unfortunately, because of the country we live in, we deal with this issue where it, it doesn't matter because the those who are in the power, those who are in power to make some type of change ain't in no... Well, we know the party. We know the party who's not in any rush to make that change happen. So as a, as a physician, as a healthcare professional, the only solace that I can give people... Um, you know, who are in my sphere of influence is, all right, how do you deal with that? So imagine that now I have to give talks and I have to have conversations with, hey, like, how do you live with the fact that you might send your child to elementary school, but they may not come back? Like, think about that. Like, you may send your child to elementary school, to learn recess and learn how to spell some words and they may not come back. Like that's the reality that we're living in now because we already know those in power, especially in that particular, the ones who are, you know, you know, are fully uh, backed by gun lobbyists and everything else ain't going to change anything. So, you know, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to post their tweets. They're going to post their Facebook messages they're going to send their videos about sending solace to all the families, but then at the end of the day, they're going to wrap it right back up and go back to normal. So as a healthcare professional, uh, things that we have to do is not only educate our audience, right? Or whoever our, you know, influences, hey, yes, this is not normal. And it's okay to, to feel like overwhelmed, right? Because a lot of people will tell you that they're numb. Like, oh, it happens so much, I'm numb to it. I can assure you, 130 times you hear a mass shooting occurs, you're probably going to numb to it too until it happens in your backyard, right? Like, it's one of those things where, in their mind, if as long as it happen, doesn't happen around where I'm at, like, I'm numb. They're not necessarily numb. They're just resolved with the fact that, man, I just hope that what's going on and this city and this city and that state does not happen here. Uh, but the all likelihood that there's a possibility, because like I said, number one, cause of death for kids. Uh, I, 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 and I see your comments. We'll, we'll get to the comments. Number one cause of death for kids here in this country is going to be gun, is gun violence. That's just that's just a reality that it is. So I, I tell, like I said, I tell my, my community members, hey, Understand that it, it is okay to feel sad. It is okay to want to detach, you know, from the news the same way where in, during this pandemic, people were saying, hey, you know what? I'm tired here in this pandemic. I, I'm not going to watch the news no more. The same way people were in that thought, like I understand that people are like, all right, I'm not even going to turn the news right now. Another school shooting. I don't even want to think about that. Why? Because I still got to send my kids to school. So they're like, all right, if I still got to send my kids to school, I'm not even going to think that that's a possibility, even though it possibly is. And then understanding that, again, gun safety, right, 
and, and being safe from guns, what does that mean, right? We hear all the time these arguments, like if you if you look at my comments right now, um, you know, guns don't kill people, right? People kill people, guns don't kill. But like, when you, when, when people say guns don't kill people, then how, like, how are these people all dying, right? Like, it, like how are they all dying if guns don't kill people, right? So we, we have to be honest with ourselves, right? <laughs> like if, if we're gonna make any movement, right? So when, when you hear uh, detractors, and again, unfortunately, especially in this case here, I'll, I'll read some. I'll read some of the. This is from NPR. What we know about this Nashville, ele- Nashville, a deadly shooting at an elementary school. It still, it still sucks that you even can type out that sentence in 2023. That I have to read about a mass shooting that occurs at an elementary school. Uh, six people, including three children, were killed in the shooting. The suspect attacker was killed by police within minutes of the first call, right? So we don't have a situation like we had in Texas where the police were outside and like, nah, I don't want no parts of what's going on in there. The police were like, nah, I'm going in there because I might have a kid. One of my kids might be one of these kids in here. I'm going in there. So the police went in, you know, shout out to them, right? The police, you know, like I said, sometimes the police don't get a good rap, right? So shout out to them. They went in, they said, I'm going to do, like, I'm not going to allow what happened in Texas happened over here. So they went in. They did what they had to do, right? The shooting occurred at the Covenant School, a private elementary school on the grounds of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Nashville's Green Hills neighborhood, right? Again, this is a private elementary school, right? So for those who are like, all right, it's just it's a bad neighborhood or it happened here, like, boom, like that excuse out of, out of the wood. Our community's heartbroken. We are grieving tremendous loss. Our shock coming out of terror that shattered our school and church, Right. So you have this crossroads where church is affected, you know, a certain class, again, a private school, a private elementary school is probably going to be a higher socioeconomic status of of parents as well as students. And a lot of times, obviously, we talk about the six who died. Right. But imagine the six who the, the people who are in that sixes circle. Right. Their friends, their family members. Right. Who are having to process witnessing their classmates, their friends, their family members uh, get killed going to school. And now sometime next week or whatever, someone's going to say, hey, it's time for you to go, you know, get us get your spelling bee test on. It's time for you to go, you know, get your reading comprehension test. Right. Like that's not a normal situation. These kids, those families traumatized for life. They are always going to be able to associate the fact that I went to school to learn to spell because and my best friend ain't come home. And the teacher wants me to act like everything is normal. Politics will go on like everything is normal. Again, that's just, again, just not normal. And again, I, I mentioned, according to uh, Gun Violence Archive, there has been 130 mass shootings uh, this year. right? And And for those who... Again, when things like this happen, I know a lot of us, like there's some people who go to run because they want to see the visuals. I never need to see a visual of people getting killed, right? I never need it. Like, again, I work in healthcare. People die in front of me, right? (laughs) Like people die in front of me. Like I'm sometimes the last person that that person is able to look at before they're conscious, before they die. Right. So I don't need a I don't need to run to the internet to go see a picture, to go see a video when I hear a story like this. Like that's the last thing 
I want to experience, right? That's the last thing I want downloaded in my memory bank. But in this country, again, we become so, we become so, again, walled off to the reality of the situation that we're like, eh, you know, another shooting. Like we say another shooting. Oh, you know, the politics are, the politics is fixed. Nothing to do about it. Right. Like, and that's just something that as a healthcare professional, as a public health professional, like we can never be content with. Right. We can never be content with, oh, you know, the, you know, the gun lobbyists and those who are in their back pocket, they're not going to vote. They're not going to make any changes anyway, even if at least at this current moment, that's the reality. At this current moment, yes, that may be a reality that the NRA, which which, again, is such a despicable organization, because every time a mass event like this happens, they can't wait to run and be like, hey, guns don't kill nobody, guys. Second Amendment rights. Like, they can't wait to tell you that. It's such a despicable organization. Again, I a whole bunch of this. I, I really have nothing good to say about the NRA, right? And then, yeah, I'm just reading here. Just, again, it just kind of gives uh, the victims, right? So they, they named the victims. Evelyn uh, Dickenhouse, nine years old. Haley Scruggs, nine years old. William Kenny, nine years old. Then you had uh, Cynthia Peake, a teacher. She was 61. Catherine Kuntz, uh, identified as, as the head of the Covenant School. So I guess that may be like the principal. Uh, Mike Hill worked as a janitor at the uh, police, right? So at, at the um, school, right? So again, we had a janitor teacher. You had the head boss of uh, the church school. And three kids who are all nine years old. Again, like it's it's and uh, this this is a quote. Like look listen how listen how terrible this quote is. Evelyn uh, Dickenhouse uh, at nine. Her sister says, "I don't want to be an only child. I don't want like like imagine you having to be a nine year old processing that your sister uh, died and got killed and murdered at school, right?" And the only thing you can think about is I don't want to be an only child. Like you, it don't even hit you like how ridiculous and difficult it is uh, f- from that perspective there. Like someone said, oh, someone said I missed a great convo. Yeah, no, I I, I definitely wish. Uh, yeah, yesterday, yesterday was crazy busy for me. So it's, again, it's just, it was just, it's just, and again, this was a shooting at my son's school yesterday. Oh my God. So Dr. Keisha said there was a school shooting at a, a school shooting at her son's school just yesterday morning, right? Like I said, there was a school shooting at a, a school shooting at her son's school just yesterday morning, right? Like that's just, like it's, it's, it should be extremely infuriating. Hey, Millie, how you doing? It should be extremely infuriating the, the level of kind of content that, a, a, a huge segment of this population is right, and especially those who, those who are in the power that they're in, that three people, nine years old, right, who went to school to go do a like nine years old, right? My kid, I have three children. One's ten, two of them are seven, right? So this person might be these kids again, third graders, right? Third graders, right? Can't come home because we live in a country that makes it so easy. For us to get guns and pull off a mass killing and then walk off like the sunset. Like, all right, I'm cool. Like, like that's it. Right? Like, it's just... Uh, no, that's terrible, right? Yes, yeah, it's sad how desensitized we are getting all of this. Yeah, no, no. It's it's like I said, I, I always... 
like the desensitization, like saying, I always tell people, like, especially as a physician and uh, one who works in a hospital, one who works in a acute care center, and even prior to COVID, who was used to people dying in front of them, I used to tell people that was crazy. Like, that's crazy. Like, you should, like, you shouldn't be used to someone dying from you, right? Like, you shouldn't be able to kind of turn off a mental switch. But again, in this field of healthcare, especially depending on where you're practicing and how you're practicing, if you don't do that, that will crumble you and break you and make it so that when you leave the hospital doors, you can't function. So you have to learn that. But you have just in real time, people across the country, people who never should have this much in close personal relationship with death, continues to have to learn that like, oh, all right, another school shooting. Let me just change the channel. Because in their minds, like, all right, if I change the channel, I'm not going to have to think about the fact that three kids went to school, three, like three kids went to school and ain't come home. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to have to think about that. And then, of course, you see, you see the reverberates, you see the news after where we have to now go and start praising the cops for like going in and, and doing their job pretty quickly, which again, shout out to them. All right. Shout out to them. Right. Like. I'm, I'm ecstatic because we don't know. Like, we don't know where this six could have ended. So shout out to them that they did that. But again, we're living in a country where, like, that is getting praised. And 100% of us aren't infuriated that that can still continue to occur. And more importantly, again, Dr. Keisha mentioned that there was a shooting after school just yesterday that we don't even have to give it a week or two and something else is going to happen in some different part of the country. Like, some of us are so, some of us are so, like our mindset is so set that like, I can't even really focus on that over there because I already know something's going to happen somewhere. I already know something's going to happen somewhere, somehow, right? And someone said, uh, invest in mental health and security instead of supporting other countries, right? So again, that's, you know, that's great, right? Because again, obviously, because what I love, especially, especially when I see spin happening, Immediately, they mentioned that this killer was going through some emotional disorder. I don't know what the emotional disorder is, but if you're buying guns, multiple guns to go after somebody, I'm pr like you're definitely not in, I guess, the quote unquote right state. But immediately they throw out this emotional disorder, right, to, again, kind of pivot and say, hey, it's not the guns. It's not the guns doing it. It's, it's the fact that it's the fact that, hey, you know what? The mentation ain't on there, right? The the mental stability isn't there, and that's what was the problems, right? So, and even and the same person mentioned like have stronger gun laws. Like we can't even we can't even mention that because you start talking about like let's have stronger gun laws, people start telling you about amendments being taken away. And I used to think, right? I I used to think they were kind of crazy, right? I was like, wow, like people are like really go hard for these amendments until the pandemic hit. Because once the pandemic hit and you had people lining the streets, begging, right, to take their mask off, to put themselves at risk for a respiratory disease. Like once I saw that with my own eyes, like people were storming school board meetings, st storming hospitals, right? Like like putting picket fences around hospitals and healthcare centers saying, Give, I want to wear my mask. I want to go eat in a restaurant. I don't care that this respiratory virus is out there and we don't really have a good like stake on it. Once I saw people doing that, I already knew 
that especially in this country here, it's a different breed. It is a different breed because people will go for their rights. And that's all, and that's all you need to hear. Once you start talking and mentioning, let's have some stronger gun laws or just, you know, com more common sense gun laws, they run to their rights. Like, oh, don't take my rights away. Like, don't take my rights away. Because that's the one thing you can't do in this country. Look at January 6th, right? One thing you can't do in this country, take, have someone perceive that their rights are being taken away. Because they go off to the deep end. Off to the absolute deep end here. And of course, you know, people like I'm looking reading this report here off NPR. Police say they don't have any motive for the shooting. At least at this time, this might be an older um, uh, reading because I, I, I think there are subsequent articles that came. Uh, oh, that, that's funny. Uh, uh, Melly says free freedoms become freedoms. Yeah, no. Like I said, again, I just I knew I knew we were just playing a different game when people were begging to have a respiratory virus, right? Like when people said, like, no, you can't restrict me from my right from having this respiratory virus. Right? Like that's what I knew was different. Let me see here. Drake said, uh. And of course, and again, like I said, I, I, what I like, what I don't like, um, but the parts of this story here, which uh, again, just create check marks for me against the detractors right here. You have this sh mass shooting that occurs in a, at a private elementary school, which means likely socioeconomic status was elevated, right? So this wasn't a quote unquote poor neighborhood. You have a person here, right, who legally purchased all their guns, right? So you can't say like there are some illegal means occurring that, that, you know, brought these guns out, right? And they were able to do it. Right. So you had all of these things where like, like, you know, when, you know, when they say like, oh, what about Chicago? Right. Like now what happens if someone says, what about Nashville? Right. What if my phrase is what about Nashville? Like, don't talk about Chicago. Right. Don't talk about St. Louis. Don't talk about New Orleans. What about Nashville? What's happening in Nashville now? Like how, how can a mass shooting happen in Nashville? How can, how can a mass shooting happen in Uvalde, Texas? Right. Like how can these mass shootings happen in Buffalo? Like how can these mass shootings keep happening? Right. And then at Again, in a two-week span, it just like silence occurs, and we just kind of wait for the next one, right? Like again, as I as I record this, 130 shootings this year. We haven't finished the first quarter of the year. Like we have not finished the first quarter of the year, and we already got 130 of them, 130 mass shootings. And of course, you know, the reason why it's up, right? One of the one of the one of the things that occurred during COVID and during the pandemic and during the lockdown is that because a lot of people were forced to stay in that house, right? You saw a lot of these things were down, right? A lot of, a lot of these mass shootings, everything was down, 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 down because we weren't able to, we, we didn't have the opportunity to go out and do some of the things that we were doing. And, and I know, I know a, a few of my friends who are like, yeah, you know what? Like that school stuff. Like I rather homeschool my kids, not homeschool my kids because I think my education, um, I, I could do a better job educating my kids and everything else. So like I rather homeschool my kids because I don't want to send them to a place that they may not come back to. So for safety reasons, I rather homeschool my kids. Now, you want to homeschool the kids because 
you know, the education system is much better. And that's a whole different discussion, which again, I agree with. I, I got a friend, um, she, she homeschool her kids. Do they do a mate? Like, so positives are there. But when you're saying, I want to homeschool my kids because I'm so afraid of the dangers in that school to the point now, when I drop my kids off at school right now, there's police presence and noticeable police presence too. It's not like, like, oh, okay, there's a little car. Like, nah, there's police presence stacked. Stacked at element. Again, my kids are in elementary school. There's police presence chilling in elementary schools now. Police have to protect elementary schools from God knows what. Like, that should not be on our bingo card. Like, we should not be okay with the fact that the police have to protect an elementary school across the country. And yeah, it can happen at any school too. It, yeah, that's, the word, that's what makes it worse. At any school, at any school, right? This, again, elementary, middle, high school, a student that's in the school, someone that's outside of school that comes to the school, right? Like, like that's just, that's just terrible. That is just, that is just terrible to think about. Public schools are not just physical and safe. They are taught by unqualified and by unqualified and wrong things, right? Again, that's a whole different discussion, right? Where they're, you know, you know, especially some of these schools and the, the structure of the schools and the, the financial supports at schools, like, that's a whole different discussion, right? Because obviously, those who may not know, um, the school funding is based on your community. So if you are in a low socioeconomic community, guess what? The school can't get as much funding versus if you're in a higher socioeconomic community with, you know, developments and everything else. Guess what? Those schools look great. Right. It's it's intentional. Right. It's it's not it's it's not by accident that that's how schools are funded. It's not by accident, right? So that's a whole different discussion in and of itself, right? Um, yeah, we can't we can't normalize shootings at school, right? We can't normalize shootings at school, right? We can't normalize shootings at the mall. We can't normalize shootings like like at parties and clubs and like like these are things that we should not be normalizing, and especially when it comes to these types of shootings and then the type of uh, weapons that are used. For these, like we like we should not feel good for that. Like we should, we should not feel good for that whatsoever, but I know, unfortunately, and really it's the defense mechanism that a lot of us are developing that a lot of us by a week or two are going to be like, okay, all right, on to the next one, like rest in peace for the kids, but we got to go. Right. So, cause I mean, if you ask someone, right, like when, when Uvalde, Texas occurred, right. For a lot of people that, that that is so old news for a lot of people that they're just that thing is checked out. And and we know that right now it's hot. Like we know that the conversation right now will be big and everyone talking about it, but we know that again in a couple of weeks, the likelihood that something else occurs that unfortunately will overshadow this is so high. Right? Like you know, if those, especially if, you make, if you've been catching the news, um, you know, our, our former president just got indicted, right? Like, wait, so wait till that news really pops off, right? You'll, you'll, you'll see, right? The news can only highlight so many things, right? So you'll see, you know, former president indictment and the news surrounding that, and you'll see this Nashville mass shooting go down that way as well, 
And yeah, yeah, politician apathy is just. And what's worse is, I I wish, right? I wish, especially those who are in the back pocket of the NPR, I wish they would stay silent, right? Like I wish we never heard from them when these things occur. But they're usually the first people to tweet out something, to send a video, to send their condolences. They're usually the first people to do it. Because, again, in their eyes, they're like, oh, let me just send this. Let me just send this message out. Let these folks know, like, I, I kind of feel bad for them. But, like, the NPR and, you know, the, the NRA, they, like, they pay me a lot of money. So, like, all that gun law talk ain't happening. Ain't happening. Like. Sorry, it ain't, it ain't it. So that, that I mean, that, and that probably kills me more than anything else. Like, I, knowing, knowing that you have these instances where when it goes down, the same politicians are going to say the same things. They're going to tell you the same stuff. You know, guns don't kill people. Let's focus on the mental health. And again, like, again, I, like, I, like let, let's continue that, like, train of thought. All right, let's focus on mental health. Do you plan on putting more money towards mental health? No. Okay. Do you plan on putting uh, more money in these schools to make sure the schools are well funded and you know, uh, you know, the socioeconomic status really isn't an issue? No. So it's it's just all for fodder, right? Like it's just all. Ugh, it's absolutely terrible. Yeah. No. Yeah. Countries say the country is the again. It's it's weird, right? Because the the country is divided. But it's more of a financial thing, right? It's not necessarily a, you know, Republican, Democrat, or, you know, conservative, liberal. It's, it's money, 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 right? It's, it's, and it's enough money to make it so that a mass shooting like this occurs. Like, this I always think about, especially in healthcare. Like, think about it in healthcare, right? Like, I, you know, me and a lot of my colleagues deal with this now, right? We have, you know, COVID. COVID did what COVID does and, and continues to do as we speak. And you have a slew of people, a good contingent of people who, especially for those, you know, like myself who are pro-vax and everything else, right, who who absolutely hate everything we say, right? And I only absolutely hate everything we say. They want us, right? They want us to be uh, responsible for any, like, uh, like, oh, any bad news they hear, they can't wait to run to us for us to be the defending map. You know, like, oh, hey, hey I, I saw you were pushing uh, that COVID vaccine. What about this? What about that? Like, they can't wait. Trust me, I know, because anytime there's any COVID-related news, COVID vaccine-related news, they're in my mentions, right? They're, they're in my mentions. They're, they're commenting on videos that I made, like, three, six months ago. Like, they can't do it. But something like this will occur, and no one runs to, especially, you know, of the people who you would think of sound mind, no one runs to those same you know, Republicans, again, that's, honestly, that's what it is, right? No one run, runs to them and be like, hey, hey, like, you you collected money from the NRA. Like, look what happened. Like, what are you going to do about it? Like, no one holds them accountable. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even imagine if the COVID vaccine was, was, was the number one cause of death for children, how this country would act. Like, like, just think about that statement. If I said, hey, you know what? The COVID vaccine continues to be the number one killer for children here in this country. Like, if I said that, if that was like an actual fact, people would be in such an uproar. Uproar. It'd, it'd, it'd be like January 6 times 10, right? But when I say guns are the number one cause for children death in this country, 
those those same people who are January sixing like are nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. They're like, nah, you know what? My guns. You don't don't take my guns away. Don't take my guns away. Like nowhere to be found, right? So that's just again, that's just a hypocrisy that typically um, it is found that people put the healthcare professionals and just healthcare in general as such a different stratosphere in you know what they expect versus what their politicians are right like oh yeah and ban books right and mind you guys y'all know i'm in the state of florida my governor is ron DeSantis, who i think is the worst governor ever right this guy is gonna ban everything like he's trying to ban everything books uh dei minority you're talking about minority stuff ban that too like crt ban that too like anything Anything that looks like diversity, he's trying to get up out of there. Like I, I, I got an email the other day. Um, that I'm, I'm part of the MPHC, Iota Phi Theta Fraternity Incorporated, 1963. And I got an email the other day that says that you know, based off what's happening, he possibly could ban uh, the 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 National Panhellenic Council and the fraternities within that. Right? Like, think, like this is what I have to deal with in Florida, right? But this is what a politician could do. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, Florida is just a Florida just a different game, right? So this is what we have to like. This is our same guy who's fighting with Disney. This is our same guy who just fights with everybody. Like, like so I understand like when when politicians are playing the game that they play, it can be extremely dangerous for a lot of people. Extremely dangerous for a lot of people, right? And 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 again, like as I talk, right? This again, I, and I said this on a live earlier this week. I'm talking about like, hey, let's like. Think of something to do to work with guns, right? They don't want no parts of it. Those same people who want no parts of any discussion with gun regulation are telling women like what they can't do with their bodies. And that don't even eat at them. That don't even like that. Like it don't even make them feel weird that they can say, hey, the guns do whatever you want with the guns. But the women, no, 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 no. The women, you better not. Like, don't, and again, it's the same crowd. It's literally the same crowd. Like, I don't, like, it's just boggling to me. It, it just it just boggles my mind that that's what we have to deal with. We have to deal with this hypocrisy of don't do anything. Give all of the rights and freedoms to this, to this item, to this gun that is the number one killer for kids in this country. But the women, they better not. Think about doing whatever they want to do with their bodies. They better not even think about it. Like that better not even come across their mind. Like the women don't even don't like. Yeah, their mental gymnastic crew. Yeah, that's what it is. That's all it is, right? They the mental gymnastic that they're able to play is so frightening, right? It's like I don't know, man. Like it's and, and again, so I, I I get on here, right? Because yes. Another mass shooting is going to occur, right? Like that's just based off the numbers, right? Again, we're not a quarter into this year. We already got 130. The likelihood that we're going to, and you know, Dr. Keisha came on early, said this, there was another one yesterday, right? The likelihood that it's going to continue to be more is so high that you'd be a fool to bet against it. You'd be a fool to bet against the fact that we're going to have another mass shooting by the end of April, right? You'd be a fool to, to bet against that, right? But because because we know that, we cannot continue to be content. 
Because again, I feel I feel, I feel personally strong, man. Especially, especially with the generation. I'm 40 years old, right? So the generation, you know, behind me, and and like how in, invigorated they are about getting stuff done. I know it may look bleak now, but I fully believe like once they once they turn once they get to 40, like this country is going to be in such a different ball game because those same uh, Republicans and those same, you know, NPR enthusiasts and those same people who are like, I don't care about women like those same people. They're not I don't think they're going to be here for long. Right. It's going to take some time. Right. Like I, it sucks. that it's going to take some time, but it's going to take some time. But we're going to get there, right? So that, I, I always champion the fact that, like, yeah, it sucks right now. Like, it 100% sucks right now. It 100% sucks that we have to talk about another mass shooting. It 100 is absolutely terrible, right, that we have to get to get used to hearing our elementary kids dying. They, they, they were trying to go for a spelling test. They can't even, they can't even go for a, their spelling test because they're dying, right? Like, it, it and, and we know that people who are completely content with that because financially it would be a, a death sentence for them if they weren't like we we know that's the case but yeah no i i fully i fully i i fully am, am empowered uh because i know that even like even when i get i'm 40 that even the younger generation of physicians are different right the younger generation of medical students are different. The younger generation of pre-meds are different, right? So, like, and we just had match, right? So, which is always a great time to see all of our new medical students about to be residents, right? Always a good time. So, like, and I just know that they have a different vibe. So, I again, I just continue to push forward. I continue to kind of yell in the wind, even though it, it may seem for not right now. Like, again, I you know, I, I give my... You know, I give my condolences to the uh, to another set of families. Again, I, I give my condolences to the friends of the family. I give my condolences to everyone who will be affected in that area. Even when the news cycle isn't shining on them anymore and it has to shine on another one. Oh, yeah. Some, yeah someone said so the best. I'm 20 years old. Uh, school shootings are all I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Uh, I'm like I said, I'm 40 and I had there was a school shooting like we're at the point now where a lot of us are maybe like two or three degrees away of knowing someone who was affected by a school shooting or went to a school where there was a school shooting like we're like it's it's that rampant here like uh, like in my it was my medical school uh, not medical school uh, middle school it was my middle school and there was a school shooting. Um, uh, with a teacher, rest in peace, uh, Mr. Gruno, right? Passed away, right? Kid brought a gun, shot him, right? Like, like, like a lot of us are like two or three degrees away of just knowing someone or being personally affected by school shooting. Like, that's how common it is over here, right? Like, and we're just content with that. And then you hear people say, oh, you know, you take the guns, it will be nice. Like, nah, because there's places with stricter gun laws and they don't, there's there's no like mass knife attacks like that's that doesn't make any sense whatsoever right like yeah yeah and, and, and like I said I don't have a gun right I don't have a gun I don't know how easy it is uh, to get a gun but people keep saying it's extremely easy to get a gun but again here you have a person who they say was going through an emotional disorder whatever that means was able to get five different guns in a short time frame and like wow it's it's wild. 
Exactly. Saving children from bullets should not, never, should not, and it should never be a debate. It should never be a debate. And, and again, you know, people, again, and again, you have these regular people thinking that they're, they're, they're trying to defend themselves. Like, who are you defending from? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, that's, you know, that's a, whole, that's a whole conversation we can have. But like, what are they, they're stocking up on all these guns or want to make sure their rights for their guns are there. But like, what are you defending for? What are you in preparation for that we don't know about? Like, us, us people who don't have a gun, like, what are you, like, what are you preparing for? Let us know. I may have, if you're telling me I need to get a gun too, let me know. But like, none of you guys are giving me a good reason to be having a gun. Right? <laughs> like, like, none of you are going to be superheroes and running into elementary schools like these cops did. Right? To, to stop this uh, assailant. Like, y'all not doing that. So what y'all need all the guns for? Right? Ah, it's, it's just crazy. Ah, all right, y'all. Like, it's, it's been an hour. And I'm yours truly, Dr. Barry, man. I appreciate y'all for joining the live. We do this every Thursday evening. Yeah, yeah interesting. Yeah, we, yeah, no, yeah, mental health should be addressed. They, but again, th whenever they say mental health, it's such a smokescreen, right? And it's such a diversion. Um, one, because they don't really care about mental health, because if they care about mental health, they wouldn't take money from the mental health, right? They just, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it another time. Um, you are truly Dr. Barry Pierre. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Real Position Reacts. Um, again, we're dealing with another mass shooting. We're, you know, you know we're, we're a country who is content uh, with kids dying, and that's extremely unfortunate, right? So I'm going to see you guys later. Make sure you like, follow if you if you missed it. Um, I am going to be posting this on my YouTube page, uh, likely tomorrow morning-ish. Uh, so make sure, make sure you're like and subscribe for the YouTube page, especially if, like, you know, the same politicians are trying to ban TikTok. <laughs> Holding this discussion, right? So y'all be blessed. Y'all have a great night.